Welcome to Pickle Me This, the officially unofficial podcast for Rick and Morty on Cartoon Network's Adult Swim. I'm your host, Jim. And I'm Aaron. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today, we're covering Season 2, Episode 8, Interdimensional Cable 2, Tempting Fate. Here's Aaron with the recap. Jerry is rushed to an alien emergency room because he ate some ice cream Rick was using to culture a deadly strain of bacteria. While in the hospital, the doctors positively match his human penis as a replacement heart for beloved civil rights leader Shrimply Pibbles. Does Jerry choose his cock over the lives and freedom of hundreds of billions of sentient life forms? While this dick drama unfolds, the Smith family passes time in the waiting room by watching another round of interdimensional cable. All right, Aaron, what do you think of the second round of interdimensional cable? I mean, I I liked this episode. I think this episode's got some great stuff. There's some real gut busters. Um, but this might be the shortest podcast that we ever record because mm-hmm. one half of this episode is just the pure unfiltered madness of Justin Roiland. Mm-hmm. And the other half of the episode is just an elaborate dick joke. Yeah. Uh, with some light kind of, you know, mainstream uh, marital comedy thrown in. Uh, so I, there's not like this is uh, one of the reasons we typically don't do comedy shows as podcasts is because it's very much Chris Farley. Oh, remember when Oh, that was real funny? I don't know that it's as funny as the first interdimensional cable, although there are a lot of skits that I really like. Like uh, I'm Jan Michael Vincent, Jan District Michael Vincent 16, Jan District Sector 16, whatever it is. Yeah. Might be my favorite interdimensional cable skit of all time. Wow. Okay. Um, just because I grew up watching Airwolf and I thought Jan Michael Vincent is a cool guy. Just recently <laughs> okay. passed away. Uh, R.I.P. Huh. Jan hmm. Michael Vincent. Um but yeah, there. The, this is just pure, just pure comedy. There's not. I mean, you could, you can plumb the depths of stupid Jerry and insecure Jerry and douchebag Jerry here. Uh, you know, I feel like we've already been to the uh, Mariana Trench of that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I, I don't yeah, know. What, I, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. Is it worth pointing out that they use reverse psychology on him here a little bit? Do they, they? sort of? They sort of guilt him into agreeing in the first place and. Yeah, I mean, they say, oh, you humans, obviously you're not as evolved. You would never, you know, you value for some reason the, these parts. And Was that because I, I I never considered that the aliens were intentionally trying to do reverse psychology. I just thought it's more no, of No, like, but it had that effect, whether yeah. they intended it or not. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's because Jerry's so feeble-minded. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, it's or, a very trope so... of, like, you know, two people at, it's like, that's an action movie trope of, like, uh, right. you know... Uh, Vin Diesel goes to the Rock because his sister's in jail, and r- r- the Rock's a CIA agent. And never mind, he wouldn't understand family. Mm-hmm. And the Rock grabs him, cracks a Corona, and says, "On contraire, I have a family." <laughs> wow. wow, that's uh, yeah. He quotes French and says, "I have a family." Turns out the Rock came from a family too, and they, they 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 he donates his penis to Vince Diesel. <laughs> The Vince Diesel. Vince Diesel, 16, <laughs> yeah. coming this fall. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> Actually, I think I saw that movie two weeks ago. Yeah, Vin- Vincent down your diesels because they're running rich. They're, yep. they're, they're rolling coal. There was a hamster in butt 
cameo. There are. There's a lot a of, of interesting cameos. cameos. I noticed there's a, a. It looks like they're trying to figure out how to remove a face hugger in one of these uh-huh. uh, triage centers. Um, what do we have to say about? What's your your favorite skits? The Jam Michael one you said. Probably. Yeah. Okay. I think. Man, I I, I really like the little bits. Little bits is funny. That, but but the whole skit isn't funny. It's really the whispering that gets me. Yeah, of, yeah. Of the little bits. And that's that's like a, one of those. That that's the thing. It's like a lot of this shit has made its way into our house, our household parlance. Like you know when I don't know when, but you know anytime we talk about you know how hungry are you? You're not very hungry, or you're in the mood for, or you know it's it's like there's all these like have you seen the trend of like lunchables for adults, uh, like protein yeah. packs, e yeah. three. That means that they call them little bits. Okay. You, know, you get them for a dollar a pack. It's got some nuts. It's got little cubes, mm-hmm. little tiny cubes of cheese. I don't know how you crack one of those open when you're on the side of a cliff face, <sighs> hanging from a rope. Well, you got the cliff there. I mean, that's good for cracking things. It's true. So you just just crack crack open a little bit. I think uh, the the vast majority of people would say their favorite skit is the how how they do it plumbuses. How they get yeah how it gets thing. made is it's but the thing is it's. It's funny and clever, but I oh, no, it's 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 good and it's clever satire. But I don't know that it's funny. Yeah, I don't understand why this is like the biggest thing in Rick and Morty. These plumbuses. I think it's just because Justin kills the narrator. Yeah, I and mean, like, it sounds exactly like how did this get made or right or and, wh- whatever it's called. And and also like you know, it's it's a little bit of uh, have you heard of like the rest of the owl kind of like you know these. It's a it's a Reddit subreddit where it's essentially the idea of you ever cracked open one of those how to draw books when you're a kid and they're like, oh, you just draw if you draw now and it's like, here's three circles and here is and then some triangles for its beak. And then the next illustration is literally like fully shaded, <laughs> feathered, all that kind of shit. Uh-huh. Like it captures that part where I wonder, you know, if, if you had like a how does this get made aluminum can mm-hmm. and you showed that to an alien from another planet. You know, would they have enough cultural context to understand what the fuck any of this stuff is? Hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I like the idea that you got these plebes and you're rubbing this, and you got to remove all the excess scrumbus or whatever, and then you get the 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 the. I, I don't know why it's so popular, but it's it's a <laughs> okay. very having watched a lot of how how does this get made or how stuff gets made. Yeah, it's such a great send up of it. The, I guess maybe my my other favorite, if I had to pick like a favorite overall, not just. Little bits. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd probably say the opposite news with Michael, Michael and Pykele. Ta- yeah, Michael and Pykele. Because Pykele's rant is what makes it. It it's does. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, my yeah, you, you had that name for that few years, and then another one comes out. Up, oh, fuck it, call him Pykele. <laughs> right. Like, like it, and what's what I love about it is like it's just obviously Justin is stream of consciousness on the mic and just pointing out the absurdities and the own sh- his own shit. You know. Yeah. Like none of that's scripted. No. He's just like, ah, Michael, and ah, it's Pykele, and now that becomes part of the plot. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Seems like fun. Um, I like Man vs. Car. Okay. It's just such a, like, that's another one where, like, you can tell, like, I love it when the guys are just like, can we really get away with doing this on television? And they leave that part of, like, the dialogue in there. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, an announcer just as an aside, like, is the car always going to just, you know, run over the guy? Yeah. <laughs> And they start cracking up, yeah. And and you you kind of get the impression that a lot of these skits, they sort of they don't know if there's anything there, but once they hand it to the animators, that right. makes it. Yeah, and those are always the best. Uh, the man versus car, I love it that it's not even particular. It's not a muscle car. It's not a truck. Nope. It's just it looks like a fucking 
1981 Toyota Tercel, uh-huh. and it handily destroys this very strong man. Because <laughs> of would. course it would. Because it would. Yeah. of course it would. Like, even if it's only got 75 horsepower, that's probably 73 more than that strong man possesses. Oh, at least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. <laughs> just when the... When the wheel collapses this skull and just starts spinning blood and everything. Um, there, there's another callback, too. There's some yeah. kind of Olympic show where I, I don't know what the, the name of the race of aliens. They're like Garble? 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 Sure. Garbles? That sounds absolutely correct. Uh, it's, so it's a callback to the one who kind of explodes yeah. on Jerry in the yeah. Jerry Bree episode. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was kind of cool to see. Like, what? what is that sport? What is their life cycle? I mean, it seems like they're trying to explode themselves in as large a splatter as possible. Yeah, yeah, like they're yeah, like measuring going the for surface area. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess you really only get one shot. You don't know how good you are. That's what I'm until... saying. Is he like that? Is are they dead? Do they reconstitute? Because that's an interesting. Like you got one shot. You know, mm-hmm. like if if um, the world's best uh, pole jumper would literally die at the end of their first pole jump. Yeah, like. How do you how do you practice it? You know? how, how do you you can't actually pole jump because if you do you're dead. So like, what are all the exercises to get you almost to that point? Right. I mean, and, and what? So where would you set the bar? Like if you were pole jumping and you were going to die on the jump, uh-huh. where where do you set the bar? You you got to set it just like, in my opinion, just slightly above the record, right? And and, and you, you take your shot. You either make it or you don't. Either way, it doesn't matter. But if you can get if you can break that record, that's all that matters. But then you got the insane heroes that dare to dream. They're going to beat it by three feet. Oh, see, that's a mistake. And then no one, they, 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 instead of owning the record for six weeks, they own it for six decades. Yeah. And then the other, the, plus, because the other thing is like, um, you're going for immortality, right? So yeah. why, why wouldn't you go for some record smack? Because like, if you die, you're going to die. You're not uh-huh. going to know whether you succeeded or failed. So you, if you're going for immortality, go for immortality, man. <laughs> Uh, okay. it's, it's a high stakes sport. High stakes sport. Uh, I, I got a, an actual serious question. Okay. Um, so the TV shows that they show Rick and Morty watching, some of them seem to interact with the audience. They seem to be looking at the audience. They seem to be able to teleport people from their location. Yeah. Into the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, are they setting something up for next time? Are they setting something up for later? It would be cool if, like, Jerry got sucked into one of these game shows. Right. I'm wondering. And it kind of gets a little bit of that interdimensional cable one flip feel. Mm-hmm. That, uh, the VR helmets, yeah. Yeah, that you had the, the family in the kind of, kind of in, in the, the thing that they were enjoying. And, it, like, Rick's yeah. like, ah, you know, it's a commercial. Jesus Christ has watched something else. And then everybody's begging, like, we got to see what that. And he's running some. Oh, it would be really funny to see, like, Jerry doing. You remember... These were all the rage when we were, like, 20. There were these crazy Japanese game shows, like... <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, what was the one like the the ultimate something uh, challenge? Yeah, like Takeshi's Takeshi's Castle. Is that was that the it? name of it? It's like all the crazy obstacle courses, and they're wearing weird uniforms, and they're getting yeah. hurt all the time. Uh, it would be funny to see Jerry compete in like a really dangerous alien version of that. Uh-huh. And you know that I, that that could that could be <laughs> something. Uh, do you want to talk about the B plot, the penis yeah, plot, the sure. D plot, the D plot? It's all about the D. Uh. I there's a lot of like offhand dialogue that I really like, like, uh, you know, Beth being worried about Jerry and Rick's like, oh, you're 39 years too late. Or wait, how old is Jerry? Is he 50? Yeah, oh, Je- God, is he 50? Jesus <laughs> Christ, Beth, is Jerry 50? Like, <laughs> that is so funny. I can't even tell you why. 
No. It's just like, is it funny because like, did you marry that old? Like, is is he is he too old? Is it like, is it extra pathetic that he's still fifty and he's in whatever Jerry shape that he's in? Uh-huh. It's just really fucking funny. Really funny. Uh, what did you think of Werner Herzog's? I loved Werner Herzog in this. Yeah, uh, that he kind of makes the dialogue, right? He does. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one thing coming out of you know somebody else's mouth who I don't recognize, but mm. with an actor as serious as Werner Herzog, yeah, he's using his voice of kind of you know his his mm-hmm. voice he reserves for looking at twenty thousand year old cave paintings for the first time, or it's kind of seeing a man being mauled to death by a grizzly bear on on film, like right. that's. <laughs> They 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 think it's it's funny when they're big. It's funny when they're small. I I I love it. So it's the same reason I like watching uh, famous actors' older films. Mm-hmm. Usually, because a lot of the times they're bad when they were just getting their start. Yeah, uh, they do some shit that maybe they That's wouldn't be reduced of. to right. nowadays. Right. I like seeing that. Uh, I like you know obviously Jerry trying to use Beth as a shield because he starts getting squeamish about getting his penis removed. Um, and then he brings Beth in there and it, it, it seems like she's kind of on board. Like, you know, what the fuck is all this? But mm-hmm. I love what they do. The animators do, uh, with her performance as she's going through the replacement dick catalog. Yeah. And then there's like this implication, like, what do you think about the XP 20 or the XP 20 XS? Like XS is extra small, right? Oh, it, yeah, it would be, I suppose. I didn't, I think this is the, like, I've probably seen this episode 20 times. It's the first time I actually paid attention to the model numbers. And uh, then uh, the, what the gun that Jerry's packing at the end is actually the XP-20XS. Not a super small. So the 20X must be big. Yeah. Real big. Oh, maybe that's the thing. Like, alien cocks are just unama- yeah. unimaginably large. So you got, like, the fit in a, a human-sized orifice, you need the XS. I mean, I've seen at the... I- I've seen the sexual organs that uh, Aberdolf Linkler was thrust into. Sure. They're pretty big. Yeah. Those were me- those are meat considered medium, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah, it, it, that's the it, that face like it's like kind of like horrified fascination. It's mm-hmm. really great. You know, we praise the vocal work a lot, but like there's some really subtle uh, facial stuff they're doing with her. How would you pick an alien prosthetic sexual organ? Like, I, I wouldn't trust that I could even pick a good mm-hmm. one because I don't know what it's gonna do. And, you know, I might get bored with it a year in. See, that's the thing. Um, would you would you put your penis in an alien's heart, an alien's heart that saves 100 billion people if they gave you like some kind of like fully functional prosthetic? Yeah, definitely. Same here. And I, I, I think Jerry's problem is he doesn't negotiate hard enough. Like, mm. what if um, like they could have done things like, hey, I'll give him his, his cock or I'll give him my cock until... Uh, save the galaxy saves up money to get him like a, a replace. So it's kind of like a temporary, and then I get mine back. Or like okay. I, if this is such a big deal, I want a lifetime swap out policy. So if I get tired of this one, I can. So I like, come yeah. on, man, expand your mind. <laughs> right. It's like you know, it's either fully functional or it's not. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess that's the thing. You don't. You know. You know what your own penis is capable of. Right. Uh, what if it's a matrix thing where it's kind of like uh. Uh, what did they call the uh, the what the the gloop they all ate it was like creamy wheat? Oh yeah, T- tasty wheat. No. Tasty wheat. Yeah, no, that's, that's what... what it is. Or how do you know if chicken tastes like chicken? Like, well, this case, yeah. you know, you know what your dick feels like, right? XP twenty XS. I don't know if it's only fifty percent of that. Yeah, I don't think that I trust the the aliens across the universe to make my replacement dong. Mm-hmm. 
because they don't they don't know what's up. They don't know what us Earth people get up to. But they know how obsessed we are with our penises. So, like, that's a like right. if, if if a surgeon like you know fixes me with a steely gaze and says I've got this, and they're in a hospital. <laughs> that's the other thing is like that's something that I wanted to ask you about. How fucked up was Jerry's medical situation that Rick had to take him to an alien hospital? Ooh, because yeah, one of the questions I had is like, why can't Rick just cure him? Like he can he can chain up a space slug and cure him of space aids. Mm-hmm. Uh, why can't he do that with with Jerry? Does he not want to? Is it one of those things where he begged off and like I don't know, Beth? I, but the, but I, my test tubes are dirty. It's so much more of a hassle for him to to jaunt across the galaxy here to deliver him to this doctor. I think if he could, he would fix mm. him at home. Mm. So I guess it's just such a bad uh, disease that Rick can't fix it. Man, a disease so it, so terrible that Rick himself can't cure it. He has to take him to this doctor who's named Glipglop. Mm-hmm. Doctor Glipclop. That is, I thought that was a tra- what is it, Trafalgarian? Tra- it's the it's oh, the N word yeah, cross with the C word. Had a baby with all the bad word for Jews. Yeah, it's wow. This that's a strong statement to, to have that name. <laughs> I was shocked when I heard that name. Yeah, like that's the alien version of naming your baby Adolf Hitler. Uh huh. Yeah, strong. Strong. I don't know. I have to see see the doctor's politics, intergalactic politics, before I, I judge him. And then you know Jerry dying in a hail of bullets. I thought that you know he got shot mm-hmm. seven times, but that's essentially uh, you know like getting your toe stub done. Uh, you're, you're getting a toe stub in this hospital, yep. which again like implies maybe that Rick just doesn't have that much highly advanced medical knowledge. Yeah, like he's more of like physics and bending time and space, and like you know if you're. And I guess he knows where to get stuff. Like in the pilot, he goes through a portal, grabs right. the leg healing stuff. To get the leg healing stuff. Yeah, it comes back for Morty. And that's the episode. Sure is. Five and a half crapples worth of podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints. Except, it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim, order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar, then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. 
Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. Jim, is that time to plot to the future where we open up a portal dimension BM77 to access behind the scenes details, trivia, spoilers for future episodes. You have all, all of you been warned. I got one. Yeah. Wasn't even something I picked up on a wiki. Wasn't something I picked. It's just something I use with my ear holes. Uh, Wait. No, this is about eye holes. Oh, but, but I use my ear holes this this time. Okay. And those are safe. Those are safe. There's no ear hole man, turns out. <laughs> uh, Dan Harmon, voice of the doctor, gets uh, the rage virus puked on him. I thought he was the voice of Birdman, Bird Person. He's, he's many voices. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's, you know, obviously he's uh, some of the narration and some of the commercial stuff here uh so the big thing i got from the commentary is the reason that this interdimensional cable was so much more homicidal Mm. is that kind of justin he got disillusioned with all of the sweat and and pain that was breaking episode one and he wanted to cut loose justin roiland style so he goes off of this dialogue editor and starts doing the work for this. And I guess a dialogue editor in stuff like this not only uh, works with them recording a script, but they also do like um, Foley work, you know, kind of sound effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And his sensibility is like, why not end in senseless violence? And Justin's like, fuck yeah, let's end that so every skit is people ripping off their skin or getting ground yeah. up underneath a Toyota Tercel. Uh, they, they all like, they, they all, every sketch sketch in and gore. In fact, there's a couple that didn't. And I looked on the deleted scenes and like that steely episode where he just chokes the guy out. He like violently guts and throws his corpse out the window. Yeah. So like, I think, I think in the commentary, it seemed like it, Dan came in in the commentary and said like, yeah, I actually, I, I cut back on a little bit of this because as a result, this is the first of two. As, as at time of publishing episodes of Rick and Morty that got labeled TVMA hmm. uh, from the FCC. This and the Vindicators three uh, season three episode is the other one. Okay, which I can't remember. I do remember like um, the, uh, the the cocky character that was played by Mister Robot guy. Rami Malek or no, Christian Slater? Christian Slater. Yeah. Uh, I, he he has a pretty gory death. But I'm trying to think of like what. Compared to this, where got people are ripping their skins off and getting mutilated and stuff, yeah. what what the hell went on in that? Um, and that's about. <laughs> well, I liked that uh, personal personalspaceshow dot com. Justin said he was going to have just three hours of him listing off, d- just continuing to list the personal space bulletin points. Yeah, or yeah bullet yeah. points. The, 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 to the highest number of. he could get to. That uh-huh. would have been terrific. Yeah, I went. Because as I was watching it, I went to personalspaceshow dot com, and it's a dead site. It is. I actually went to the Who Is to see who owns it. Uh, Time Warner owns it. So, oh well, yeah, that's uh, that's who owns some the proxy. ultimate reigns of Rick and Morty at this point. After several right. mergers, and I was hoping, I was really hoping that it would be available and that we could register it and oh, yeah. go ahead and do that for Justin. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like it's this is. 
I, I figured that this is either going to be a show website mm-hmm. or someone immediately poached it. Yeah. Um, but of course, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it'd be like dot dot glip glop if if it was like a fake website. You know, I don't right. think they'd do it dot com. Um, if uh, but but yeah, it's it's too bad. It's too bad. But you know, that's that's a lot. That's an investment. That's that's a, that's an idea that sounds funny until you sit down and think. Wow, three four hours of uh, improv on the mic about personal space. Hmm. Uh huh. Hmm. Not enough vodka in the world. Pickle Me This is distributed by Bald Move in association with Starburns Audio. It's produced by Jason Smith and Scott Porch from Starburns, and myself, Manayron from Bald Move. All music featured on this podcast is from the Rick and Morty soundtrack, available from Sub Pop Records. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To discover the many other great shows we do, please check out baldmove.com and starburns.audio. If you appreciate what we do and want to directly support us, consider joining our club at club.baldmove.com to get access to exclusive bonus audio and video features. Finally, you can follow us on your favorite social media at Baldmove. See you next time.